Welcome to our horror podcast. Today we'll be doing a horror-themed debate. We already know your assigned team. You will work with each other to answer these questions the best you can. You can defend your own team's poem or sonnet, and you can attack the other's poem for five minutes. You will be answering two questions, and for each round, only one person will survive proceeding to the next stage. One person will represent their group per round and fight against two other people from other groups. The winner of the debate can choose the loser's profile picture in Discord and can write anything as long as it isn't inappropriate in their status in Discord. Okay, so proceeding to the first round. Uh, you can choose your representative for the first round. Alright, since we have the three representatives, we can start with the first round. Uh, Sydney will be asking the first question for the first round. And whoever best interprets or answers it can move on to the next round. And whoever doesn't gets to die and lose. Yeah. The first question is, should the tiger be recommended to children? If not, which of the other poems should be? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or sky burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wing dare he aspire? What the hand dare he seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And why thy heart begins to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What in the hammer, what the chain, in what furnace was thy, was thy brain? What the devil, what dread grasp, there its deadly terrors clasp, when the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their spears? Did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee, tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye? Their, their frame by fearful symmetry. First group to answer will be this group. Alright, uh, your chosen okay. representative. Um, so, our group would not recommend the tiger to children because we feel like children, they're very innocent and if they read this poem, first of all, I don't think they will understand it. But also, I feel like it will ruin their view on like life because it shows like the darkness of human beings. And I think they're not ready for that. Maybe like when they get a little bit older. But we will recommend um, another poem. It could be like Sonnet Forty Three, which is more like kid friendly because it's about like innocent love and it's. Maybe they'll get killing, so yeah, that's our answer. Alright, uh, wonderful answer. Uh, the second <laughs> group to represent will be Team Confused Baby Liam. <laughs> Choose your representative. I am the representative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, the tiger, 
the poem the tiger shouldn't be for children because it's sort of traumatizing and our poem which is sonnet 43 should be shown to kids because it's biblical and it's important for kids to know that god is in control of everything while um i don't want to say this proper yes lover isn't appropriate at all because you can't tell children about toxic stuff all right uh interesting answer uh the next group will be the last i already know who you are uh come out yeah hi so uh, in my opinion uh, children can mean lots of things because we have babies and we have like five-year-olds and we also have teenagers who are still kind of considered kids so in that sense we're our class is still kind of considered kids and we're also reading this poem so in my opinion i think that the tiger should be recommended not to all kids but to slightly older kids because we can already understand it and since we can already understand it we can understand about what the, what the poem means and what what we can learn from it all right all great answers from all three groups uh, my team will decide who gets to live and who gets to die after deciding whose answers was best. Uh, give us two minutes to decide your fate. Okay, and while they're deciding their fate, guys, no, um, I can talk about it lang said um, a little bit as to this poem, okay? And um, again, I think the reason why the this particular group chose this question for this particular poem was because this poem good guys it's something that's recited by a lot of children um and i think something with julian's answer no, was that um they won't really understand it if they won't understand this poem i don't think they'll understand sonnet 43 even more um because the tiger it's actually written very simply and that's the reason why it's so recommended to kids or a lot of kids recite it for like declamations and for talent shows it's because it's actually very childlike guys it's like tiger tiger burning bright in the dark realms of the night like it's so it, it's written like a children's poem good and also it's because of the subject matter in that if you really think about it like very simply or very basically it's about a tiger and about how scary a tiger is so it does come across as very kid friendly but it's when you dig deeper into um who william blake was and kind of the things that he said he saw and the the kind of the darker meanings of this poem that's when it, it starts to get creepy you know and that's why it was selected for for horror week so can one of like um i don't know can anyone can answer this like do you know what the like tell us something you know about william blake that might make us better understand the poem or what is the darker side of this poem because if he's just talking about the tiger then really it's not a problem no it's it's not a problem good for for the for kids but then why does it take a dark turn you know we can say it isn't appropriate for for children so yeah, go okay isa um volunteered no and then aldrian as well so we'll start with isa uh, so the tiger isn't usually recommended for kids because in the poem the tiger acts as a metaphor for the devil very good okay um and aldrian do you want to add anything to that 
Actually, uh, may I add a bit of the history to the poem? Sure, sure. Okay, so basically, the tiger, it was inspired when William Blake saw this. Because back then, um, in London, they had this kind of a zoo in the Tower of London. So they brought in animals, exotic animals, rhinoceros, giraffes, and even there's a tiger that we saw. And he was one of the first people there in London who actually got to see a tiger. So this is one of the reasons why he made that poem. And it was in contrast to his other poem, which is called The Lamb. And um, it's not very appropriate for kids because, as Inga said, it's like, it's the... Um, it's a representation of the devil and even the bad side of mankind. And to a point, it's some, it's, if the kids would be able to dig deeper in it, it's like they're questioning God. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the, the thing about it, no, is that uh, the thing about William Blake, good guys, if you wanna, if you wanna get creeped out, read up about his life, good, because if you read up about his life, Blake good. He claimed good to get visions. He claimed to have visions from both heaven and hell good. And he would good see things that other people didn't see. That's what he claimed good. No, like he claimed good. Like you'd look at the tree and everyone would just see a tree, but he would see it burning or he would see angels flying around it or he would see angels hanging from its branches. And he actually um, expressed these visions, quote and unquote, through art and through his poetry and so him seeing this tiger and him being so afraid of it he kind of linked that to kind of his feelings and his questions said about about um about um the devil and about um god so um creepy good no it is creepy uh but good no um, i want everyone to know that good yeah that's kind of the meaning of the the poem so d did the leaders choose na uh did you guys choose uh someone to eliminate uh yes we did sure uh their good friend sydney will decide who gets to live or die so our team chose isa to live because we felt that her answer was strong and we really liked her answers and she said something about um, the age groups that only the um, adult-like age groups like us should kind of know about the devil more and not really like the kids. Although Julian also said that, that kids are innocent and all. We thought that Isa's answer was stronger and had more foundation. Unlike Liam's, who we chose to eliminate, we felt that his answer needed to be stronger because we thought uh, he was going somewhere, but uh, we didn't really like his answer as much as the two. Alright, uh, Liam and Julian, sadly you'll die. Just a good try. Um, Isa will proceed <laughs> to the next round and fight for her team. Now for the second question. Uh, again, uh, do you have your line of representatives to answer the second question? So I'm um, who died? I'm um, Liam and Julian died, uh, or just yes, Liam? Liam and okay. Julian. 
So in line with the whole horror theme, let's say that it's related to the... Let's say they died in relation to their question, no? So let's say that they were devoured by a tiger, si Julian and Silia. Just, you know, for this will be more imaginative. <laughs> um, so yeah, so next round. So yeah, send your representatives, ask the question. I will... I, I'm representing my group for this round. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll represent my group. Okay, the third? I will volunteer as tribute. Wow, okay, nice. Uh, we'll begin the second question. So the second question is Which poem is the best to recommend for grown-ups, for adults? You'll be given again uh, three minutes to uh, decide on an answer. And Cassandra will read uh, Sonnet. Sonnet 43. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height. My soul can reach. When feeling out of sight, for the ends of being an ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need. By sun and candlelight, I love thee freely. As men strive for right, I love thee purely, as they burn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use, in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seem to lose. With my lost saints, I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after them. We'll call upon the representatives and roll a dice to see who's the first to answer. Okay, first one to answer will be Jared. Ah, okay. So. Uh, I would recommend uh, Sonnet 43 for adults since although this topic is often talked about, it's not necessarily acted. So like, uh, like one reason is that I could that I could say is that this sonnet really represents one's love very well. It is and it is very rare these days to find a loyal partner who would. St- Stay by your side until the very end, and like this occurs a lot in like most adults. So, uh, so it would it I recommend these this because uh, it is like very rare to have pure love, love that is unconditional, and without love, no one would care for anyone no mother would care for a child no doctor would care for his or her patients the world would end one reason i can say is that like uh, we should always be loyal and to prevent any like future relationships to break and develop any hate malice and sadness in the future Yo, well said, bro. Obviously, some personal feelings got uh, mixed in, but that you know, very well said. 
don't know how, how you can top that off. So, the second one, the answer, will be Z. Right. So, the poem that we will recommend to the adults will be our poem, Kanang Peripherous Lover. This is because Kanang, we think that Peripherous Lover is a very good example of Kanang what can happen in a toxic relationship. And we know that many people around the world are kind of suffering about that right now, like about toxic relationships. People are getting rejected or getting hurt because of these relationships that they have. And I think it would be nice that it would be good for them to know that, like, it would be like a warning for them, ba, the our poem, na make sure that any relationship you have, it isn't a toxic one. So yeah. Well said, Z. Uh, your mother would be proud. Uh, third group, uh, you should answer now. Okay. So the sonnet I would recommend for grown-ups is the tiger because it talks like uh, about creation and the devil and the devil. And grown-ups are mature enough and like old enough to understand and take in the meaning of the poem and they understand it more than little kids who might be like creeped out by the poem and the meaning so yeah thank you all right uh those were actually pretty great answers so uh some time will be required to see who dies again or to see who lives Okay, so again, as the leaders um, discussed that, no, um, let's let's have a little bit of an extra discussion for this um, for this question. So the thing about Sonnet Forty Three, guys, no, I like that Jared's answer kind of tried to tie together the theme of horror, since without a doubt, good Sonnet Forty Three, it's the least horror of the poems, and actually the reason why it got added to the to this list was because the poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning was actually married to Robert Browning, the poet of Perfurious Lover. All right, um, but I like that Jared kind of showed that, kinda, I mean, love love is kind of the cure for things like horror or malice or hate or murder. So it, it, it was a nice tie-in to, to the subject. Um, another thing though is that um, let's try to maybe horrify this poem a little bit more like how can we make it a little bit more horror like how can we kind of adjust our thinking or what do we know about the poets who can that can possibly um change the meaning of this poem from one being just of love to being maybe with a slight twist of horror um if you can tell us something do you know anything about the poets um do you do you have anything to say to add um, particularly about this couple, good Elizabeth Barrett Browning and Robert Browning. Like, did you guys read up on them? Um, let's let's see if there's any volunteers for that. If you'd want to say something, kanang I would like to point out that kanang Robert Browning and Elizabeth had a really kanang happy relationship that they stayed together for a very long time until their death. death. That they were happy with each other and that they kanang through their kwan, they were like helping each other through their liter literary works and uh, 
and yeah. Um. So our team has decided who will live. Uh, it was a very tough decision. All answers were deep and uh, great, but the, f- the one answer that really impressed us was the first answer which Jared gave. Jared really left an impression because he he put more of his personal feelings than the other two. So because of that, Jared will live. And because of Jared living, Z and Craig will have to die. Sorry, guys. The thing is, guys, um, if you actually look into their romance, good. See, Robert good kind of saved Elizabeth by Browning because um, she kind of she was kind of a shut in. Her family was very protective over her. They she, she was a little bit sickly, but they kind of exaggerated her sickness to really keep her away from the outside world and Robert Browning really tried to liberate her from that um, where she wasn't as sick as her family was saying she was and he's the one who kind of got her out so I think one thing that can make it a little bit more horror said guys is that considering that she was so in love um, this poem good now we know it was written for Robert Browning and Robert Browning's poem is it's creepy it's about like this killer this guy who loves a girl so much that he kills her um, so that's something I think. Although Z did say that they had a very healthy relationship, but um, it, it's interesting that her poem is so sweet, and his is so creepy. Um, and we know they were kind of they were in love with each other. You know, they were a couple. Um, so agree. No, I agree with the decision. I think Jared's answer was the best one. And so who died? Z and Craig. Craig. Yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing to go in line with the poem, we'll say that. Um, Craig and Z died of a broken heart. Um, of broken hearts, I would say that's how they they would um, die. So yeah, you can move on to the next. Alright, for the third question, Snow will be asking and Snow will be reading the third poem. Among the three poems, which had the best symbolism? And I'll be reading Period Lover by Robert Browning. The rain set early in tonight. The sullen wind was soon awake. It tore elm tops down for spite and did its worst to vex the lake. I listened with heart fit to break when glided in Porphyria straight. She shut the cold out in the storm and kneeled and made the cheerless greet. Blaze up and all the cottage warm, which done, she rose and from her form withdrew the dripping cloak and shawl and laid her soiled gloves by. Untied her hat and let the damp hair fall. At last, she sat down by my side and called me, but no voice replied. She put my arm about her waist and made her smooth white shoulder bare, and all her young hair went And stooping, made my cheek lay there and spread over her palm. Herming how she loved me to weak for her to set the struggling passion from practice, and vainer ties distempered and give herself to me forever. But passion sometimes would prevail, nor could tonight's gay feast restrain. A sudden thought of one whim, for love of her and all in all pain. So she was come through wind and rain. Be sure I look up at her eyes, happy and proud at last of me. Perferia worshipped me through Christ, made my heart swell and still it grew, while I debated what to do. That moment she was mine, mine fair, perfectly pure. 
mouth, and all her hair in one long yellow string. I would three times her little curl. No pain felt she, and I'm quite sure she felt the same. As a shot bud that holds a bee, I warily open her lids again, laugh the blue eyes when it was laid, and I untightened next the dress about her neck and her cheek was more flushed bright beneath I propped her head up on her head shook upon it the smiley rose so glad it has its utmost look that all its scorn at once is fled and I it loved came her fire is love she guessed not she guessed not how her darling one fish and thus with and it got that um an extra question no? um i would want you to pay attention to the last lines of the poem because this poem is very straightforward um she comes in and he she kind of picks him and he's so joyful that she picks him and he wants he never wants to lose her and so he decided that the only way to keep her forever, to have her love me forever, is to kill her while she is in love with me. That's kind of his thinking, no? If I want her to be in love with me forever, the only way that can happen is if in this moment that she's in love with me and she chose me, I'll kill her now so that she will forever be mine. Um, but then the last few lines, guys, um, it my, the question is kind of, what's the point of the last few lines? Why does he end the poem in this way? Um, so that's an extra question you can try to answer, no? Alright, your minute is up. Uh, choose your representative and Snow will be asking the question. And you'll be giving your answer. So who's the representatives? Alright, so to answer the question, which poem had the best symbolism? Our answer effectively as a group was the tiger because um, the symbolism in the tiger is very unique. Because when you think of a tiger, you don't really think of darkness, you know. A tiger is bright orange with dark stripes, and so that's uh, one of the reasons why we think it had the best symbolism. And another reason is that uh, when you read the poem, there's a lot more behind it than what you're actually just reading. Also, and because like if you know the story of the the poet himself, and there's so much more that you can know in the background of what you're reading. All right, that was a great answer. <laughs> we'll see with others. The second to answer. Adrian. So my group thinks that the poem with the best symbolism would be for Porphyria's lover since um, it really reminded me especially if we related to um, this week's lecture which was about Edgar Allan Poe and since we were required to read some of the short stories, it reminded me of the Telltale's Man and how there was so much detail in describing on how the man killed someone else. 
So that's why we think. And it's, it's very yeah, in the dark. Alright. Sandra, you're last. Okay, so I chose um, the tiger because the poem symbolized the devil and as the devil is the evilest creature in creation, it really fits well. And most, cre- uh, most horror is usually a figment of imagination, but ours is real and it affects us. That's why it's the most symbolic. All right, uh, these answers had very strong points. Sandra will be deciding your fate to see who lives or dies. So our group has decided to let Caleb live and the others die because we like his answers the best among all of the others. So um, so Aldrian and Sandra died, no? Um, so I I like that uh, one thing I did like about Aldrian's answer was that she connected it to Edgar Allan Poe. I like that she mentioned it. Although I do like, um, I think Caleb described his symbol the the best. Like he, he really described it as a symbol should be described. So I agree with that answer. No, although I really like the connection with Edgar Allan Poe that Aldrian gave. Um, and since you guys died for for this question, no, I would say. A death related to Perfurious Lover would be um, strangulation. Um, so that's, I feel like, would be the appropriate death. Okay, so for the fourth question, Cassandra will be asking it. So the fourth question is, which of the poems best reflect or show the traits of the, or personality of the poet? Guys, maybe punishment for those who died, no? Um, it would be funny if you drew, like, your death. <laughs> if that's not too morbid, don't make it too violent. Um, you can do even, like, like not stickman lang sa siguro, but, like, simple cartoon drawings of your death. That's your punishment if you died na lang. Okay, so I know um, Julian and Liam died because of the tiger. And then, um, who died in the second one? Um, Z and... Craig and craig broken heart and then third um third question was um sandra and and aldrian because of strangulation so maybe like make like a creepy kid you know with all those things in horror movies when a kid like draws a creepy drawing um maybe you can make something like that without making it too graphic or morbid um why don't you do that as punishment and then you send it to our discord since i run out of things to help me decide who will be first i'm gonna close my eyes and whoever and whoever's uh icon my mouse is nearest to uh will be the first one uh craig tell me when to stop Craig. okay all right okay just keep going uh uh-huh. Stop. Yo, uh, sad news, bro. It's you. Bruh. <laughs> so, Craig, you'll have to answer first. Okay, okay. 
uh, our poem represents the poet William Blake because uh, his poem is like it really reflected what he thought about the devil and about uh, about creation. Alright. Uh, second one. Uh, Nanya, you'll help me decide. So tell me when to stop. <laughs> Shortness. Okay. Alright. Are you owning that? Mm-hmm. Are you turning it down? Yes, oh. I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, stop. Hmm. Okay, this is... Uh... Let me see. Adrian will go second. Okay, so we think that our poem, Sonnet 34, reflected the author's great reason. Elizabeth was a very gentle person. And um, since she was very protected by her family, this could have led to her gentle. And we know from the that her relationship with Robert, her husband, was very healthy. And based on the background of the poem that she wrote, um, she wrote it to show her love for her husband, that she wanted for it to be pure and conditional degree. It was even said to transcend into the quote-unquote spiritual realm, as you can see in lines 3 and 4 of the poem. Alright. Uh, that's all. That was an Great answer. So the third, Nanya. <laughs> what one? <laughs> Nina. Yeah, you. <laughs> so we have it. Uh, the poem best showed the personality of the poet is uh, Sonnet Forty Three because. Uh, Elizabeth Mann was so in love. Yeah. She really showed her love through her words. So that uh, so it shows that it reflects her love for Robert. And then uh, even in writing, like kanang kanang di ba si Elizabeth? <laughs> like she kanang she even write love sonnets for Robert and helping him and never leaving him their problem so yeah that's it all right so the winner of this uh question and child or whatever uh since there are three representatives still alive from each group the winner of this uh questioning will be able to help their representative in the final round So give us two minutes to decide. So this is a resurrection question, day. This is a resurrection question to decide who will come back to life. So while they're deciding, guys, um, all unmute all of the contestants. No, unmute yourself and then make a creepy sound. To get go. Help me. 
Is who then? <laughs> Sounds like you were burping, Z. Fing Louis Macalnava Cthulhuilleva Gana Galfa Tagan. Fing Louis Macalnava Cthulhuilleva Gana Galfa Tagan. That's very informative, Z. Thank you. So now we're going to ask. <laughs> That's when see um, what's the name of that guy? The what writer is that? Um, the horror writer, see, Cry of Chutuluba. Shoot, what's his name? Lovecraft. Yes. Do you read Lovecraft? Because the top good horror horror writers of all time, guys, are um Lovecraft, Edgar Allan Poe, and Stephen King. That's why even. Their picture and put in the pendulum. That's Poe, um, Lovecraft, and and King. Those are like the top three horror writers. Okay, sorry, no, I interrupted. Okay, go, go, go. Announce the winner. We're going to let Snow announce the winners now. So Snow, please take the stage. The winner is Algriet because she even posted line up on the book and she claimed the loyalty. Um, uh, basically, Adrian won, uh, and will be able to help Jared in the final round. Oh, so Adrian and Jared are like our Robert Browning and Elizabeth Barrett Browning for this episode. <laughs> okay, so get final round. It's time to know um, which question, which poem would be most loved by Edgar Allan Poe. I, I would want that to be the, the question, uh, um, the final one. Um, so we can link it to our about Edgar Allan Poe. So which do you think would be most appreciated by a writer of the week, Edgar Allan Poe? So this is who? This is Isa versus... Jared uh, and Adrian versus Caleb. Okay. So it's Isa versus Jared and Aldrian versus Caleb. That's cool because it's like Blake versus Elizabeth Barrett Browning and Robert Browning and I don't know, um, Edgar Allan Poe or something. That's a cool. Or it's like Team Lovecraft, Team King, and Team um, Poe. No? That's cool. Um, let's say said that. Um, the the deaths the final deaths will be related to our Edgar Allan Poe readings. So whoever ends up um, winning will survive. The others will die um, in a way similar to Edgar Allan Poe's stories. No, um, one would be um, trapped within a wall, um, and the other to be forgotten, and then the other would be would die via the pit and the pendulum. Like we'll give you an Edgar Allan Poe inspired death. If you if you fail in this, all right, one minute and thirty seconds is up. Uh, 
this will decide who gets to change everyone's profile picture in Discord and you know make it funny at least. Uh, so first one, percent. I'll do the same thing earlier. Uh, Jared, tell me when to stop. Are you, are you going? Ah, uh, yep. Okay. Stop. Okay. Whoa, this is pretty interesting. The first one to present will be Caleb. Alright, so the poem that will be most loved and appreciated. Edgar Allan Poe would be our very own poem, or rather the the poem that was assigned to us, the Porphyrius Lover. And the reason for that is because uh, Edgar Allan Poe was always uh, connected beauty, love, and death. And in our poem, or the Porphyrius Lover, um, uh, it was very obvious like for the beauty side of things, that the woman was a beautiful woman because of all the details he gave. And obviously, he, uh, it was, uh, love and death was connected because of um, the death of the woman and how much the man loved her and how all of that was connected in a rather weird way or creepy way. A very detailed answer. You know, we like that. We like that. Uh, the second percent will be decided by Caleb. Caleb, tell me when to stop. Okay. Uh, stop. Alright. Second percent will be Isa. appreciated by Edgar Allan Poe is Porphyria's lover. Uh, Edgar wrote two short stories on murder. He and uh, he wasn't really super into sim- symbolism. So like one one of his short stories was 
uh, ended. Uh, it was about someone that was buried alive while the other was just separated limb by limb. Uh, and another reason why we think that Porphyria's lover is the poem that would be most loved and appreciated by Edgar Allan Poe is because I can say that it was written in such a way where you can see that before the woman died, she had a beautiful, the both of them, the murderer and the victim, had a beautiful moment together. Since uh, this is the final uh, round, please give us three minutes to decide on whose answer was the best and who is the overall winner of this contest. And then now we can be um, honest, guys. Now since it's over, Naman, you don't have to stick to your to your assigned poem. I would want to know what your favorite um, poem was among these three. Good. Whether it be the Tiger, Porphyria's Lover, or Sonnet Forty Three, which one, which poem did you like the most among these three? You can put it in the comments. Give your reason as well if you want to. While we did, while they decide the final winner. So far, we're getting a lot of Porphyria's Lover, no? Mm. So far, everything's Porphyria's Lover, good. Z, because he understands it the most. Jillian, because it was messed up, but Char. Yeah, no, weird combination of like romantic but messed up. Um, Christian, because I like murder. <laughs> Perfidious lover, because it's the horror -esque. That's true. Although, I'm most scared of the tiger good. The tiger, because I had a hard time understanding it, but now I sort of understand it. That's good. Isa said it felt like a K drama that would mess me up the most. Yeah, narrative. You call that a narrative poem, good guys, if it tells a story. The main point of the poem is to tell a story. That's na that's a narrative poem. Yeah, I do think Perfuria is the most entertaining. I feel like Sonnet 33 is the hardest to understand. Like it's 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 one of those poems that no split good chagamai. Like you really have to reread it and and all of that to understand it. Go through it line by line, similar to what we did with Shakespeare. And Tiger, I don't know. I feel like Tiger just freaks me out the most. I don't like it, but in terms of horror, it is pretty horrifying that they let little kids for years now, like, kind of say it over and over and over again. And you know, it's really about it freaks me out. But like, it's 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 one of the most famous children's poems, and it's about what it is. Okay. Uh, kind of took a while because we had a hard time deciding on which answer was the best. All answers were uh, well thought and well, well put in. Uh, they were obviously given much thought to it, and it was very hard not to, you know, consider one or the other. But because of this, uh, one person was able to do something that the uh, other two didn't. Uh, she was no he or she was able to win. So the winner is uh, Isa. Isa. Uh, we chose Isa because she was able to connect uh, Edgar Allan Poe's 
uh, story to the poem and she presented it very well and there was a lot of detail put into it and really enjoyed her answer so Isa's team will decide how to change the losers profile picture in discord so yeah good job good job guys um so kind of and um might be funny if your profile pictures and comments for the punishment will be uh will be re- um horror related that might be funny if you do that okay um so i think very good job guys no um we did it we went a little bit over though but thank you for staying can the leaders just sign us out of this podcast episode um please don't forget to send me their grades privately in google chat and then i will grade you guys as well for this live class um and then please um do submit the drawings on discord as well your death the drawing so um that means know that um caleb aldrian and jared died um and so i would say that let's make aldrian and jared die by via the pit and the pendulum and then let's make caleb die via cask of a montelado where you're kind of bricked into a a wall okay um those are the final deaths of the of the episode let's let the leaders sign us out okay so our podcast is finally ended we appreciate everybody has participated and we're really grateful for it Uh, thank you all again our group is grateful i am grateful thank you teacher louise for filling up the gaps that have happened during our podcast and goodbye everybody and our listeners thank you again and bye